Okay. I think I have like now a hundred things, recordings on my website that I'll start with. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So go ahead and lie on your backs. And we're going to be getting to know the support um, our head enjoys from the spine and from the floor over the next few weeks, three weeks. But somehow we're going to all do that lying on the floor. So feel how you're resting on the floor. Feel how your legs rest. And the length of your spine. Trace out the length of your spine from your tailbone. The curve it makes. So it rises away from the floor in your low back. Comes back towards the floor in your rib cage. Rises away from the floor in your neck again, then meets the base of your skull. Where do you imagine that being? If you sense the top of your spine and the base of your skull, where is that? You can take off your glasses. Find somewhere safe for them. Where is that? If you thought of your head pivoting or pivoting at the top of your spine, where is that intersection? And then pay attention to your breathing. Don't do anything to manipulate it or change it. Just pay attention to your breathing. Sense it. Feel in your torso, your chest, your belly, what expands and subsides as you breathe in and out. Feel the air passing by your nostril. Or plural, nostrils, maybe both. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. Stand your feet a comfortable distance apart where your knees are just kind of uh, balanced over each foot. Comfortable distance towards you or away. And uh, begin to roll your pelvis so that you take your low back away from the floor. You roll your pelvis in the direction of your tailbone. And let your low back lift away from the floor and then come back to where you start from. So as you roll your pelvis, your low back lifts away from the floor, the space behind what would be your belt if you were wearing a belt that lifts away from the floor. Arch behind your back increases. And your legs, your feet, your knees should be apart, should be separate from one another. About hip width. And pay attention to your breathing as you do this so that as you arch your back, take your low back away from the floor, roll your pelvis towards your tailbone. Your breathing continues. 
that uh, sensation of air passing across your nostrils continues. So are you breathing out as you do the arch? Um, actually, no, what's really interesting to do is just to keep on breathing at your own, however you want to breathe to breathe, and do it so that the arching of your back actually doesn't interfere with it at all. So you might not do them in the same rhythm. You might do more than one arching for one round of breath or vice versa, but they could be independent. You can arch your back, roll your pelvis away, and you could be breathing in or breathing out. It doesn't disturb it. What happens to your head as you do this? Does anything happen at your head? Does your head know? Does it feel some pull or some echo from your pelvis? Does your chin nod towards your chest as you lift your low back? And just take that as an open question at first. Yes, no, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. And then leave that and stretch out your legs and take a rest. What happens to your shoulders when you arch your back? That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll do some more with our shoulders as we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, bend your knees and stand your feet. Comfortable distance apart. Your knees are balanced over your feet. And radical new movement. Let's roll our pelvis in the other direction. Roll your pelvis so that your low back, space behind your belt, goes towards the floor. And then come back to where you started from. So you roll your pelvis up. Maybe your feet are helping a little bit. Maybe they're quiet. Roll your pelvis up. Low back towards the floor and then back to where you started from. And again, just monitoring your breath. If you make any extra effort, effort that you don't need to make, then you'll hold your breath. If you do anything with effort with your chest, that will interfere with your breath. So this is a way of just kind of monitoring extra effort. You monitor that your breath can continue and not be disturbed. And that's your way to monitor that you're not making extra effort you don't need to make. Does anything happen with your chin and your head as you roll your pelvis up, as you flatten your low back on the floor? Does your chin distance away from your neck as you flatten your low back on the floor?
And then alternate with the pelvis. So roll up and then down. So roll your low back towards the floor. Roll your upper back away from the floor. Roll towards your tailbone. So roll up and then roll down. That gets smoother. And what does your head know? What does your head feel? Where's that spot at the base of your skull? Where is it that your head pivots or dips? The base of your skull is like a seesaw at the top of your head. Let's refine our sensation of that area a bit. Now, as you roll your pelvis up, as you roll your low back towards the floor, let your chin actually add this in. If it's not happening naturally, add this in. Take your chin away from your neck. Look up a little. And as you roll your pelvis down towards your tailbone, look down, let your chin nod towards your chest. So as you roll your pelvis up, now actually add in rolling your head up. As you roll your pelvis down towards the tailbone, nod your head down a little. Let's see if you can feel a connection here. It might just be, be a very small little nod of the head. But add that deliberately, time them together. your head in the opposite direction. So as you roll your pelvis towards your tailbone, look up, nod your chin away from your neck. As you roll your pelvis, your lower back towards the floor, let your chin come to your chest. That might make the movement suddenly a little smaller or more restricted. Just work with it. okay for it to be a much smaller movement. It's that kind of going in opposite directions that you want to feel. And then leave off doing anything deliberately with your head and just roll your pelvis up and down. Roll your pelvis tailbone towards the floor, low back towards the floor, let your head free. Do what it does. And probably now it's a little bit clearer how your pelvis rolling up through your spine, pushing your spine up, now pushes your chin away from your neck and brings your chin towards your neck. So this lesson has a very funny name. It's uh, about imagining the spine like a skewer. Imagining the spine like a skewer that skewers up through the middle of you and as tilting your head. Great, let that get a little faster, more carefree, kind of an oscillation up and down, smaller, quicker. Quicker as long as you're feeling it just kind of as a nice, easy oscillation. And then leave that and stretch out and have a rest.
and bend your knees again and stand your feet. And uh, come back to this tilting your pelvis down, tilting it up, rolling your pelvis so your low back goes towards the floor and comes away from the floor. And think about that pivot at the base of your skull. And think that that spot where your top of your spine reaches your skull is actually much more like somewhere between your ears. It's quite a bit higher than we usually would think it is or assume it is. If you draw a stick figure, right? You draw a line and then you draw a head on top and you'd think the top of the spine is at the bottom of the chin. It's not at all. It's quite high up between the ears, behind the bridge of the nose. And now begin to make the accent of that movement more in the upwards direction. So it's like you do let your low back come away from the floor, but then you're pushing the spine up through your core, through your neck, through your shoulders. And your head's getting taller, your chin's rolling away from your neck. Put the accent on rolling upwards. Accent on the skewer, not the return. And feel almost like vertebra by vertebra. Can you feel that force pass through the skewer of your spine, vertebra by vertebra, to reach the base of your skull, to reach your head? Are there some places where that's very clear? You feel almost like little bumper cars. Each vertebra pushes the next one. And you go taller. There might be places where it's very obscure and you don't really feel it and it just kind of, you know, somehow your head's nodding and you don't know how the force quite got there. And feel also how your shoulders, your upper back, flatten on the floor with that upwards accent of the movement. If you weren't already feeling that, somebody mentioned that several rounds ago. Great. Okay, leave that, stretch out your legs, take a rest. Feel how you're resting on the floor now. And then bend your knees again and stand your feet. And interlace your hands and place your hands behind your head. Hold the back of your head in your hands. And let your elbows come up towards one another and lift your head. And with your head, holding your head lifted a little in this position, the same thing with your pelvis. Roll towards your tailbone going towards the floor and then your low back going towards the floor. Roll up and down the skewering while you're holding your head in the air. So you keep your head in the air and your pelvis rolls up and then rolls down. And can you do this without interfering with your breathing? 
little different, eh? And maybe your head's going to want to lift a little bit as you roll towards your tailbone and then go back towards the floor a little bit as you roll your low back towards the floor. That's all right. Let that happen. Just let yourself feel that connection. Feel that connection of your head wanting to lift a little as you roll your tailbone towards the floor and lower a little as you roll your low back towards the floor. Just feeling that connection is really going to clarify your spine. So as your tailbone goes towards the floor, you lift your head a little. As your low back goes to the floor, your head lowers a little backwards. And if you want to take a rest, rest your head, rest your arms for a moment, and then try again. You can do that. Okay. Does it feel possible to speed it up a little bit and oscillate while you're holding your head in the air, or does that variation kind of get in the way of the oscillation idea. Do you lose the springy bounce? Okay, great, and leave that, bring your head down, stretch out your legs and take a rest. And now place your arms at about a 45 degree angle and palms down on either side of you. And uh, leave your legs long, but now feel where your heel, about 45 degrees, so not. And now you feel where your heels are resting on the floor. Use that place, use your contact with the floor with your heels to start to generate that same movement of your pelvis so you can um, Take your feet towards you and away from you with your heels almost like they're hooked into the floor. And that to roll your pelvis low back towards the floor and then low back away from the floor. I'll explain that three more times because I think I made it very unclear. Okay, so you want your feet find a good distance apart where it's going to feel like it makes sense. You turn your feet a little bit more towards the ceiling. And then you imagine your heels like it's fixed into the ground. Like say your heel is going to stay attached to the ground where it is. But you take your forefoot towards yourself and away from yourself. And because your heel's hooked into the ground, that's going to pull your leg and your pelvis will roll. And you'll roll your low back away from the floor as your toes go away from you. You roll your low back towards the floor as your toes, your forefoot come up towards you. It'll be a pretty small movement, right? If your heels are going to stay stuck where they are on the ground, and, you know, maybe it'll help to take your socks off and you can really... Feel the ground with your skin that's not so slippery. Take your forefoot towards you and away from yourself and use that to create the movement of rolling your pelvis 
so that your low back comes towards the floor and then away from the floor. And that on the upward motion, your spine skewers up your whole length to your head. And be careful to let your head be relaxed on the floor, let your head be soft on the floor. Once you start digging in with your heels, maybe you started digging in with your head without realizing that you were doing that. So let your neck, your jaw relax. So your head is free enough, loose enough on the floor, it can just roll. Again, roll chin away when your pelvis rolls up, chin towards your neck when your pelvis rolls down. Let's play with this for yourself. It might take a little while to find the right sense from your ankles that you're creating that skewer line up your spine. And it's just a small one. It's really quite a small one. If your heels stay pegged to the floor, can you feel the vertebrae, the force passing through? Where is it clear? Where does it get lost? Can that get a little lighter, a little oscillation? Quick and easy. Okay, and then leave that and take a rest. And now bend your right foot and leave your left leg long. Bend your right leg and stand your right foot. I meant. Bend your right leg and stand your right foot. Leave your left leg long. And begin to make the same movement of your pelvis, but now from your right foot standing and your left heel. So it's going to be a little asymmetrical now. You've got actually a little bit more powerful something to roll your pelvis with your right foot. And so use your right foot a little bit so that the right side of your pelvis doesn't just roll up a little bit, but it also rolls a little bit away from the floor. So you're going to start to find a line from that resting point, not straight up and down, but a bit more in a diagonal. So both your left heel and your right foot help your pelvis to roll, but it's now going to roll in a bit of a diagonal because your right foot can actually lift the right side of your pelvis a little bit. And it can roll up towards towards like your left lower back. Is that completely mysterious? Try a few times just with your right foot and feel how if you push with your right foot to roll your pelvis, 
you roll your pelvis not just up but also a little bit to the left so look for that feeling pushing from your right foot you lift the right side of your pelvis a little bit and you roll the weight up and to the left and then help a little bit with the left heel so both your right foot and your left heel are working helping to roll your pelvis on a diagonal line up towards your left lower back so as you do that the right side of your pelvis will lift a little bit and it's a diagonal and pay attention it's like it's a diagonal up and a diagonal down so not getting into circles or anything like that And can you let that get a little faster, easier, oscillate a little bit? What's that like? And then leave that and stretch out and rest. And now bend your left leg and stand your left foot and leave your right leg long. And begin to use your left foot and your right heel to make this movement of your pelvis. But now the left side of your pelvis will lift a little and you'll be going on a diagonal towards the upper right side of your pelvis. Find that direction and feel, do you feel, still feel it reaching your chin or did we forget entirely about the chin? Does it still nod your head just with a little funny diagonal in the equation? Easy movement, your left foot and your right heel. Create a little diagonal roll of your pelvis up and to the right. And that skewer of your spine, how does the force get transmitted? And a little faster, easier, find the oscillation. And then stretch out and take a rest. Just notice what's changing in your contact with the floor, how your back lies on the floor. 
your shoulders, space behind your low back. And now again, stand your right foot, stand your right foot, bend your right leg, leave your left leg long. Turn your face to look left. So roll your head a little on the floor so you turn your face to look left. And take your right hand and place your right hand now um, so that it's holding your right ear. So your head is resting. Oh, I didn't mean right ear, that's completely wrong. Left ear. Good that there was some feedback there. I can see what people were doing. It's a little more dark. We wouldn't be there. So just place your left hand behind your head. Sorry, your right hand behind your head. Start again. And so you're holding the back of your head, but it's the side of your head because your head is turned to look left in your right hand, in your right hand. And lift your head away from the floor so you've got your face still turned left, your head lifted away from the floor with the help of your right arm. And now... Begin that rolling with your pelvis, with your right foot and your left heel. You're not going to roll all the way to your side. There's still basically you're staying lying on your back. There's still the movement up. But a little bit the right side of your pelvis is going to lift. But your right shoulder stays on the floor. And the force just transmits up to your head. And if you get tired holding your head in the air, put it down and rest for a moment. And then come back and try it again. And see every time you do it. Can you do it with... You're still holding this idea, this position. You've got your head lifted, but you've got a low enough effort, little enough strain in your neck and your shoulders that you can still feel that force passing through for your head to lengthen up between your shoulders, grow taller. So your head is in the air looking left and from your right foot and your left heel. You create that force up your spine to reach your chin, reach your head. And as you roll your low back away from the floor, maybe your head lifts a little more. As you roll it up towards the floor, maybe your head goes back a little. Play with that. And then put your head down, bring your arms down. And switch your arms and head. Turn your face to look right. Put your left hand behind your head. You keep the same feet, 
configuration, your right foot standing and your left foot long. So you switched your arms, but you didn't switch your feet. Keep your right foot standing, your left leg long. And roll your pelvis up and then down with your head lifted and looking to the right. And again, your shoulders, they can stay on the ground. It's a little diagonal roll of your pelvis, but the rest of your back and your shoulders stay on the ground. And feel that skewering up your spine. Feel how between your neck, your shoulders, the force can come up and reach your head. As you lift your low back away from the floor, maybe your head lifts a little more. Maybe as you roll your low back towards the floor, maybe a little feel that connection with your head. Put your head down when you need to to take a rest and try it again. And each time you try it, look for the clarity of that line, the clarity of your spine. Lower the effort in your neck and your shoulders. So that the force from your pelvis can reach your head. Okay, and then leave that and bring your head down, stretch out your legs and take a rest. See if you feel a difference, your left and right sides, how you're resting on the floor. And then stand your left foot. Turn your face to look right and hold your right ear with your left hand. So place the left hand behind your head so you can lift your head with your left hand, face turned to the right and create this rolling of your pelvis with your left foot and your right heel. Roll your pelvis up, take your low back towards the floor and then away from the floor, up and down. Tailbone towards the floor, low back towards the floor while your face looks to the right. And try it a few times. You can put down your head and rest and try it again a few times. And just feel what the what the implications are for you of having your head turned this different direction. How does your spine find that path? How do you find that path up your spine for that force to re- reach your head? Lower the effort in your shoulders and neck. And then leave your feet in this configuration, but switch your head and arms. So turn your face to look left. Place your right hand behind your left ear. 
When you feel you're ready, lift your head and again create the roll in your pelvis. Your tailbone towards the floor, then your low back towards the floor. Old diagonal, your pelvis. Is your breath still able to continue? Uninterrupted. Okay, then leave that and bring your arm down, bring your leg down, stretch out, take a rest. Now bend your legs and stand your feet and now you might need to arrange yourself a bit because we're going to lie with our arms resting on the floor over our heads. And uh, you might be a bit close to the wall. You might need to scoot down a little bit. So your arms are resting on either side of your head, resting on the floor overhead. Maybe your elbows touch the floor, maybe they don't. So let them rest as comfortably as possible. If you need any cushions under your arms up there, you can use some cushions to make it more comfortable for your arms to rest alongside your head over the overhead on the floor just like that yeah and uh extra questions if that helps and with your legs bent and your feet standing roll your pelvis again low back towards the floor tailbone towards the floor let's see what that's like with your arms resting on the floor overhead resting just the backs of your hands on the floor resting and how does your chest let this rolling happen now just play with that and feel on the up on the rolling up that accent rolling up do you feel your head grow taller between your shoulders And just, uh, yeah, if it's not comfortable for your arms to rest in that position, just find a, you know, somewhere that's a little bit higher than where you were before. It doesn't have to be all the way over your head. Or if one arm can rest over your head, just do that, not the other. And now here's a surprisingly radical, subtle variation. As you roll your tailbone towards the floor, just a little bit lift your head from the floor, just a little bit, and your arms stay on the floor. So as you roll your tailbone, not up but down, lift your head away. So 
So one thing, it'll be just like an abs workout if you roll your tailbone up. If you roll your low back towards the floor and lift your head, that's one idea. This is subtly different. This isn't the idea. The idea is as you roll your tailbone towards the floor, as you increase that arch behind your low back, lift your head a little bit. Leave your arms, but lift your head a little bit. And then put it down again as you roll back. Let's try that. Unusual combination. What happens to your low ribs at the side and the back, the top of your waist and your waist? Happens to your rib cage in the front. What happens to your brain? Something must happen in your brain because it's a slightly confusing idea. Great. Okay, and then just leave your head on the floor a few more times. Roll your pelvis up and then back down. Tailbone towards the floor. Go back towards the floor. And then very slowly, carefully bring your arms down alongside you. Some pretty big changes can happen in that position, so slowly bring your arms down. Stretch out your legs and take a rest. I'm quite clueless. I was convinced that there was going to be plenty of light for the whole class because I forgot that we've switched to a half hour later. So I've been standing here for the last half hour thinking, gee, I wonder why. Doesn't like the days, don't the days get longer in the spring? Why is it so dark? <laughs> of course, they get longer and we make class later. Okay. Right, right, right. This is the great time of year for sundown dog walks in Terrence Bay. Spectacular. Yeah. Okay, bring your arms overhead, but leave your legs long this time. Bring your arms again to rest overhead or on your cushions or on the floor, just back of your hand on the floor resting. Maybe your elbows will be a little bit open and bent. Maybe they'll be straight. It very much depends on you and how your arms are organized, your shoulders, your spine, your neck. And now create that movement of your pelvis with your heels again. So you're four feet away from yourself, towards yourself. You've got your heels hooked into the ground. And... Uh, Create that movement of your pelvis, tailbone lifting, and then the space behind your low back lifting. Pelvis rocks, rolls, the spine skewers up through your torso, through your chest, to your head. Generate that from your heels with your arms resting overhead. And so see how can your chest sort of slide and move around between your shoulder blades, between your collarbones. with your arms in this position. And can that get a little faster, lighter, easier, a little oscillation, a little smaller. And then do it again with your legs bent and your feet standing. With the accent up, 
Feel your shoulders spread on the floor, your upper back, your middle back spread on the floor with that upwards accent. Your head, your chest, your head nods. Chin moves away from your neck with that upward emphasis accent. And then leave that, and again, slowly, slowly bring your arms down on either side. Stretch out your legs. And feel how you're resting on the floor now. What's the contact, the pattern? How does your the line of your torso, the line of your spine rest? Those curves, remember those curves. Start in your sacrum and feel your spine curve. Maybe not as far away from the floor now. Your upper back, do you feel more of your upper back and shoulders sort of plastered or resting on the floor? What's the shape of that curve behind your neck now? And then slowly when you're ready at your own pace, you can roll to your side and come up to sit, come up to stand. And I'll uh, turn on these brutal lights. (laughs) 